Chapter 14 of History of the Norwegian People, Volume 1, by Knut Gjerset. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 14. Struggle between Norsemen and Danes in Ireland. The Norwegian Vikings overran Ireland with astonishing rapidity. Shortly after the close of the 8th century, they were found in nearly every part of the island. Dr. Zimmer says, If we read the annals of the period 795 to 950, we are compelled to ask if there were a cloister, a lake, a mountain, a valley, a brook on the island where the Vikings had not been, or where they had not dwelt in great numbers for a longer or shorter period. Year by year, colonists arrived with their families from Norway to take possession of districts where the army of conquest had gained more or less firm control. The Irish were warlike and could often meet the invaders in overwhelming numbers, but they were unable to carry on a successful campaign of defense for want of systematic organization. It would have required the united strength of the whole country to withstand so formidable an invasion, but the obsolete Irish clan system stood in the way of centralizing of power, and of effective cooperation in the common cause. The high king, Ardrig, was indeed regarded as overking of all Erin, but his exalted station was at the time an empty title which carried with it no real authority. Civil strife between hostile clans and petty princes was the normal condition throughout all Ireland. Many of the natives even abandoned Christianity and joined the Vikings, aiding them in the attacks upon their own country. They were called Galgetal, or Irish strangers. The Irish people often fought with reckless bravery and gained many a victory over the enemy, but their planless efforts could not stay the progress of the invaders. Not till complete subjugation or ultimate extermination stared them in the face did they think of seeking refuge where alone it can be found under such circumstances in unselfish and systematic cooperation, and even then the lesson was but indifferently learned. The Norsemen operated, on the whole, with skill and caution, employing tactics which we have observed in Viking expeditions elsewhere. With their fleets they entered the fjords and estuaries, where they constructed fortified camps, or founded cities, and built strong castles, as at Dublin. Sometimes they would establish their camps and naval stations, on islands near the coast, where they could not be attacked by the Irish, who possessed no war vessels of any kind. From such a fortified base of operations, they would ascend the rivers to the lakes of the interior, where they would build other strongholds at well-selected strategic points, from which they were able to control the neighboring districts with a comparatively small force. Turgeis sent a part of his fleet up the Bon River into Loch Nieg, in the northeastern part of Ireland, and with another part he ascended the Shannon River to Loch Ray, in the very heart of the island, where according to the annals he built a number of strongholds. Their firmest hold was on the coast region, where colonists and reinforcements could be received at any time. In the shelter of their camps at Strangford, Carlingford, Dublin, Wicklow, Limerick, and other places, permanent Norwegian colonies sprang up which, in course of time, extended themselves along the coast from the Boyna River to Cork, while more isolated areas were settled at Dundalk and Limerick. The numerous Norwegian names of islands, bays, headlands, cities, and localities along the Irish coast, which in anglicized form have been preserved to the present time, Attest to the thorough and permanent occupation of these parts by the Norsemen. End of chapter 14.